everybody welcome back to the sylvie rochelle show and today i have my niece here with me her name is jalen who will be sharing her story with us and all that she's doing all that she's up to and all that god is doing through her so jalen tell us a little bit about yourself well hey you guys my name is jalen um i am the leader of uh, destiny daughters and so basically what i do it is an online ministry where I just share a lot of teachings, really what God has placed on my heart. I try to never do anything by my own. Um, so I post teachings here on Facebook. I post them on YouTube as well as TikTok, just a lot of different ways to reach the community um, of women and just the youth in general. So that's what I do. Um, some things that I love to do, I'm a painter, I'm an artist, I love music. And that's, I guess just a little bit about me. Um, I'm really crafty and hands-on, so <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. Good to hear. So you said you are the leader of Destiny Daughters. Also, I'm a very arts and crafts person as well myself, so I understand you definitely. But tell us a little bit about Destiny Daughters and what that is all about. And yeah, just let us know what, what is that all about? So uh, thank you so much for asking, you know, Destiny Daughters is all about, you know, when I first started the ministry, I was just thinking it was only specifically for women. Now, I know that God has me to reach out to women, but I know that it's definitely going to be a voice for the generate my gener our generation really now to to reach people and it's really about getting people connected back with God. It's so easy to get lost in the world when you get saved at a young age. It's so easy to just not even think about Jesus, not even think about God with the many distractions that we have here, you know, in the world now. So it's for me, it just has been to help people, help people to be encouraged in Christ, to kind of, you know, move forward in Christ, you know, as well as receive deliverance, receive healing from, from trauma that they've been through, you know, so that's the main basis of Destiny Daughters is just to really help, to really be a voice for the generation because mm -hmm. what I found out what I found out is that people you know when they see that someone else can do it that's when they feel encouraged like man I can pray every day I can sure. read my bible I can fast and I can seek God and I don't have to be this person that just fits in with the crowd and and fits in with the status quo amen amen that's well said so with all of that Okay, you, you said that basically this is what God gave to you as far as what you should do. Could you tell us how you, first of all, received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? How did that experience come about? Ah, oh, man, it's, it's, it's not a long story, but I'll mm -hmm. kind of give, I'll kind of give you guys just a backdrop because I think it's, it's very common in this generation. Um, so my mom, you know, she's been saved for since I was, I think, three years old. Wow. Or one years old, I think. Uh, so I'm, I'm 21 now. So she's been saved for 20 years, you guys. A long time. <laughs> so you got, yeah, you know, you already know. So um, when it comes to her, I grew up with her praying, mm -hmm. fasting, speaking in tongues, going wow. through warfare. And yeah, so I grew up with her just doing all of these things, going hard for God, thirsting mm. for God. And is, 
you know, growing up with that, it's hard to not know the truth. So I already knew the truth. I already knew about Jesus. I already knew about God. I believed in the simplest form of the word, but I didn't believe in my heart. So fast forward through the years and, you know, I started getting into a lot of different stuff. I know you mentioned being detailed. I mean, I feel like with men, people always talk about the pornography, the masturbation, the sexual things and X, Y, or Z, the drugs, the alcohol. Well, I didn't get into drugs and alcohol, but as far as the other things, that was me. I was getting into the world so hard, listening to secular music and um, watching secular things, things that wasn't, you know, benefiting from my eyes or my soul. So I was really heading down the wrong path. And the thing about it, you know, is that I knew it. I knew that I was, I was not, you know, that I, if I died in my sin, that I would go to hell. And I only knew that because of my mom. So this wow. is why, you know, being a praying parent is so pivotal into how your child's life, you know, really turns out. Because it was my senior year in high school, 2019. It was actually the day of prom. And I'll always remember it was March 23rd, 2019. My grandma passed away on my mom's side. So my mom's mom passed away. And during that time, I was like, oh my gosh, life is so short. That's when I started thinking about getting saved. Because I was like, man, my life is, you know, I'm just not living for God. That's when I started thinking about getting saved. So that was March in 2019. So I graduated high school. I had the craziest summer, um, just wilding out, you know, <laughs> going crazy. That's crazy. Typical like, teenage stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not like I was like drinking drugs and alcohol or, you know, dabbling in fornication or anything like that. But it just, you know, it just, I wasn't living for God. So I always think of all those times as just crazy. Um, Even if I was just at home for the night, like it's just, so it was one meeting that my mom had, um, as we probably know her, her ministry, Trevelling Prayer International Ministries. And I would attend occasionally, you know, like I would sit in sometimes, you know, throughout the years that she's had it. And this particular time, I just, I just, I didn't necessarily feel led to go because, Mm. you know, I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit, but I was like, I'll go, you know, I'm home and it's on Saturdays and it's right before I actually went off to college for my first semester. And that night, you know, I don't even know what she even talked about that day. I don't even remember the meeting, (laughs) but (laughs) I just remember at the end, you know, where we were all just conversing, we were all talking and she was like, you know what, Jalen? God is telling me that this is, this is your night to get saved. Wow. This is the night. And she's like, this is the night to give your life to God. And uh, that night I prayed, I was crying, weeping. <laughs> and that's, that's, that was, the, that's how I got saved. And it was August 11th, 2019. Mm. I'll never forget. <laughs> wow. That's a beautiful experience. I like what you said about having a praying parent. And I do feel that this generation doesn't realize how much these prayers really count, like how much, you know, your Mm -hmm. parent prays for you really carries, you know, it carries you through. Mm -hmm. And I can say for the same for me, you know, my parents were always praying for me, but I like how you talked about how that one night you didn't know what she was talking about and you just literally just, you know, God touched your heart and you just were saved. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, it was the same for me. Like, I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was I was crying, weeping, and, you know, same thing. So mm-hmm. when God really puts his hands on us, it really changes everything. So I really love your story. I'm always interested in hearing how people receive Christ, because I truly believe it's important. It's vital because yes. sometimes people think that they need to have a really bad story. Like, you know, they were drugs, they were living on the street right. in a dumpster, you know, picking out trash to eat at the dumpster. Now, while that is a moving story, but we don't all have to have that specific story. And God mm-hmm. can use where we were as a way to really um, change mm-hmm. lives, to change other people's lives, to serve as a testimony, to bring other people closer to him. Exactly. So I do see that you are pretty much, you know, on TikTok, social media, you're spreading the word and inquiring minds want to know how do you balance all that being that you know we know that social media is a place where you can't really stay on too long sometimes because of all the stuff that's going on all the stuff that's being said how do you balance all that out honestly you know it it has been a it has been a struggle and I feel like because God has called me to online ministry, not necessarily the enemy, this probably the enemy and the flesh, it, you know, because God is using that, it will want me to waste my time on it as well. You know, and I know that it's, it's going to be a daily battle. As long as I'm on online ministry, mm-hmm. I have to continue to die to the flesh, but also just continue to manage my time uh, properly. And I know that it's going to always be something that I'm going to have to um, not, not that I'm going to be struggling with it, but to regulate it. You know, I'm also a full-time student, so I can't be on TikTok for five hours and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all day. like I can't, I can't do that. And luckily enough right now, um, God has led me to be unemployed for this, this semester in school. It's actually my senior year, believe it or wow. not. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So it's my senior year in college. I'm a leader of a ministry. So I have to make sure that my time is well balanced, not just um, because I'm, uh, you know, I'm a leader or not just because I'm a student, but because, you know, I want my relationship with God to stay firm, to stay strong. And when you waste time on social Mm. media and all that, it really pulls you away. And I think that in the beginning, you know, I really use it as an escape because of whatever was going on in my life or whatever I was using as escape. Let me just watch this quick video. Let me just go on TikTok. Well, not really TikTok, but like on Instagram. But I love what you, you know, how you frame that question. Just how do you balance it? The main, the main way to balance it is to just make sure that your priorities are right. Just make sure that everything is set up to where you know that God is first everything else comes after that. So when you have your priorities set, you'll make sure that, okay, I have enough time to spend time with the Lord because I need to talk to God every day. I need to read my Bible every day Mm. and I need to do my schoolwork. I need to get stuff done. So that's what it is. It's just time management. You know, I have, I have a schedule for myself, you know, throughout the week, I, I, I try to start everything at 1230 I take a break, I go back in, and then I finish up for the day. So I just have this schedule. And I think that will help a lot of people who are kind of getting tangled up in social media and who's doing online ministry like me. Just 
you know, set a schedule for yourself. You know, I understand that you want that leisure time and that's understandable. Set time for the breaks. That's what I do. That's what's working for me because I know that I can't allow myself to continue to waste time when God is like, hey, you just need to use that for me and and get off. (laughs) But um, that's what I do. I just make sure that my priorities are straight and that my schedule is right. Amen. Well said. Well said. So I do have another question for you. Mm -hmm. What or how have you overcome obstacles that, okay, let me rephrase that. Being that you're young, how have you Mm -hmm. dealt with obstacles as far as leading an online ministry? How have you you know, dealt with the obstacles that have come your way, um, come your, um, your path. How have you dealt with that? The main way to do with that is <laughs> fasting and prayer for me personally. Um, you know, I have to make sure that I'm, because if I go into this fleshy state of mind, this carnal mm-hmm. mindset, it's not going to get me anywhere. That's so true. to deal with these obstacles, I really have to maintain this consecrated lifestyle. And it's not always easy. I'm not going to sit here and lie and be like, oh, it's been a breeze. <laughs> you know, no, the, the enemy <laughs> has been attacking, sure. you know, they, <laughs> Being in your own ministry, I'm sure you know the enemy just, he just was saying some random stuff your way to try to get you off balance, get you off track. And sometimes the flesh, of course, does play a role as well. So for me, what the key has always been to re-regulate and reposition myself has been Mm. to just fast, to pray, or honestly, just turn everything off. Just not focus on school. Don't focus on that. Just get in the word. Just hear what God is saying. Because I feel like in those moments where I haven't fasted and I haven't prayed, it just overtakes me. And I'm like left in shambles, like, Lord, why is this happening? And he's like, just fast and pray or just just pray. Just go and pray and talk to me for a minute, you know, and just seek me. And, and I know your heart. And I know you want to succeed. Just, just pray, just seek God. And for me, that's what it's always been. I really have to, and I'm, you know, even as I'm saying this, saying it to you now, it's something that I really need to continue to do because, you know, the obstacles are going to come, you know, we're not going to live this life unscathed. You know, there's things that the enemy is going to try to send. But for me, it's always been prayer, fasting. And one other thing, it's been to talk. You know, people are not going to know that you're going through if you don't share anything. I love that. Yes. yes. (laughs) They're not going to know if you just kind of hide it and, and, you know, go it through, go through it on your own. And that's what I was doing, actually. And I was like, oh, man, you know, I can take it. I can handle it. And I finally told my mom and I was like crying because it it builds up in you when you just don't tell anyone it builds up in you. Mm -hmm. It does. Overwhelms you. Exactly. And then you can just be able to release that so that they can lift you up in prayer and you have this community around you that could just help support you. So those have been the main things that help me overcome, you know, those obstacles that I've had to face. Amen. I love that. Well said. Well said. So Jalen, with all that you said, uh, what are the last couple words of encouragement that you could leave for us to carry us through, you know, to go in our way? Yes. So the main encouragement that I have, guys, is to stay steadfast. You know, it's hard. I know it's hard. It's hard for all of us. You know, just because I'm here and I'm a leader of a ministry Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's been an easy life. 
what goes on behind the scenes is a lot of crying, a lot of travailing, a lot of prayer. Oh, wow. and that's what we have to stay in. We have to stay in prayer, stay in your word, guys. I know it's hard because the world is, it has such a strong pull, mm. but always remember mm. that yeah, just remember that though there's a pull to this world, it's, it's a pull to lead you to deception. And not only that, to destruction. And you don't want to know the truth, but still not make it into heaven. So just, just focus on God. I know it's hard, but mainly get around people who will help you do that. It's hard to just do things alone. <laughs> Meaning alone. Yeah. I know, you, of course, you're with God, but I know you do want to have that community surrounding you for accountability just be encouraged guys because jesus is coming soon we're not going to be here forever (laughs) and just be encouraged to pray to fast to seek god to attend church to find a community of people that just love you that care for you that'll lift you up and that you can lift up when they're down as well amen amen well said well thank you jalen for sharing with us I'm overwhelmed with, you know, the knowledge and wisdom that you have poured out here. And I do believe anyone else who will watch this will be blessed, being that you are young and you are on the move for God, especially in these days and times that we are in. And I just want to encourage you to always, you know, keep it up, keep up the good work. And that knowing Mm -hmm. that someday that you will be rewarded for, you know, all that you've done in the name of Jesus. So Thank you so much for sharing with us. And until next time. Thank you, Sylvie, for having me.